section six of early greek philosophy and other essays by frederick nietzsche this librivox recording is in the public domain section six the relation of schopenhauer's philosophy to a german culture preface to an unwritten book eighteen seventy two in dear vile germany culture now lies so decayed in the streets jealousy of all that is great rules so shamelessly and the general tumult of those who raise for fortune resounds so deafeningly that one must have a strong faith almost in the sense of credo quia absurdum est in order to hope still for a growing culture and above all in opposition to the press with her public opinion to be able to work by public teaching with violence must those in whose hearts lies the immortal care for the people free themselves from all the inrushing impressions of that which is just now actual and valid and evoke the appearance of reckoning them indifferent things they must appear so because they want to think and because a loathsome sight and a confused noise perhaps even mixed with the trumpet flourishes of war glory disturb their thinking and above all because they want to believe in the german character and because with this faith they would lose their strength do not find fault with these believers if they look from their distant aloofness and from the heights towards their promised land they fear those experiences to which the kindly disposed foreigner surrenders himself when he lives among the germans and must be surprised how little german life corresponds to those great individuals works and actions which in his kind disposition he has learned to revere as the true german character where the german cannot lift himself into the sublime he makes an impression less than the mediocre even the celebrated german scholarship in which a number of the most useful domestic and homely virtues such as faithfulness self-restriction industry moderation cleanliness appear transposed into our pure atmosphere and as it were transfigured is by no means the result of these virtues looked at closely the motive urging to unlimited knowledge appears in germany much more like a defect a gap than an abundance of forces it looks almost like the consequence of a needy formless atrophied life and even like a flight from the moral narrow-mindedness and malice to which the german without such diversions is subjected and which also in spite of that scholarship yea still within scholarship itself often break forth as the true virtuosi of philistinism the germans are at home in narrowness of life discerning and judging if any one will carry them above themselves into the sublime then they make themselves heavy as lead and as such lead weights they hang to their truly great men in order to pull them down out of the ether to the level of their own necessitous indigence perhaps this philistine homeliness may be only the degeneration of a genuine 
german virtue a profound submersion into the detail the minute the nearest and into the mysteries of the individual but this virtue grown mouldy is now worse than the most open vice especially since one has now become conscious with gladness of the heart of this quality even to literary self-glorification now the educated among the proverbially so cultured germans and the philistines among the as everybody knows so uncultured germans shake hands in public and agree with one another concerning the way in which henceforth one will have to write compose poetry paint make music and even philosophize yea rule so as neither to stand too much aloof from the culture of the one nor to give offence to the homeliness of the other this they call now the german culture of our times well it is only necessary to inquire after the characteristic by which that educated person is to be recognized now that we know that his foster brother the german philistine makes himself known as such to all the world without bashfulness as it were after innocence is lost the educated person nowadays is educated above all historically by his historic consciousness he saves himself from the sublime in which the philistine succeeds by his homeliness no longer that enthusiasm which history inspires as goethe was allowed to suppose but just the blunting of all enthusiasm is now the goal of these admirers of the nil admirari when they try to conceive everything historically to them however we should exclaim ye are the fools of all centuries history will make to you only those confessions which you are worthy to receive the world has been at all times full of trivialities and nonentities to your historic hankering just these and only these unveil themselves by your thousands you may pounce upon an epoch you will afterwards hunger as before and be allowed to boast of your sort of starved soundness ilam ipsam quam iactant sanitatum non fermatati sed iunio consequunt tur dialogus de oratoribus chapter twenty five history has not thought fit to tell you anything that is essential but scorning and invisible she stood by your side slipping into this one's hand some state proceedings into that one's an ambassadorial report into another's a date or an etymology or a pragmatic cobweb do you really believe yourself able to reckon up history like an addition sum and do you consider your common intellect and your mathematical education good enough for that how it must vex you to hear that others narrate things out of the best-known periods which you will never conceive never if now to this education calling itself historic but destitute of enthusiasm and to the hostile philistine activity foaming with rage against all that is great is added that third brutal and excited company of those who race after fortune and that in summa results in such a confused shrieking 
and such a limb dislocating turmoil that the thinker with stopped-up ears and blindfolded eyes flees into the most solitary wilderness where he may see what those never will see where he must hear sounds which rise to him out of all the depths of nature and come down to him from the stars here he confers with the great problems floating towards him whose voices of course sound just as comfortless awful as unhistoric eternal the feeble person flees back from their cold breath and the calculating one runs right through them without perceiving them they deal worst however with the educated man who at times bestows great pains upon them to him these phantoms transform themselves into conceptual cobwebs and hollow sound figures grasping after them he imagines he has philosophy in order to search for them he climbs about in the so-called history of philosophy and when at last he has collected and piled up quite a cloud of such abstractions and stereotype patterns then it may happen to him that a real thinker crosses his path and puffs them away what a desperate annoyance indeed to meddle with philosophy as an educated person from time to time it is true it appears to him as if the impossible connection of philosophy with that which nowadays gives itself airs as german culture has become possible some mongrel dallies and ogles between the two spheres and confuses fantasy on this side and on the other meanwhile however one piece of advice is to be given to the germans if they do not wish to let themselves be confused they may put to themselves the question about everything that they now call culture is this the hoped-for german culture so serious and creative so redeeming for the german mind so purifying for the german virtues that their only philosopher in this century arthur schopenhauer should have to espouse its cause here you have the philosopher now search for the culture proper to him and if you are able to divine what kind of culture that would have to be which would correspond to such a philosopher then you have in this divination already passed sentence on all your culture and on yourselves End of section six